What is up, everybody? Welcome to Two Nerdy Black Guys. It's the podcast where DJM and Kaz talk about stuff, whether it's video games, movies, just our mm. regular lives, all that stuff. I'm DJM. I- I'm the guy that talks right now and, and does the intros because it's really <laughs> m- most of the-, the bulk of what I offer to the table. The other nerdy black guy, you know him, you love him from DKG Welp, from Drunk Kids Gaming, a Mr. Brandon Cooper King Kaz. What's up, Kaz? What is up, my friend? Uh, I, I'm feeling kind of crummy. You're and, feeling not, grossy gross. Yeah. I am. And not just like in the typical winter temperatures changing, everyone gets sick kind of way, but my long-standing ailment with acid reflux is really bugging me today. And mm-hmm. it's it's a bit of a bugaboo. It's It's been creeping up on me the last couple of days, and now I am in full cannot-lie-down, cannot-eat-cannot-drink acid reflux mode in it. And it's kind of kicking my bum-bum, and I don't like it very much. Have I ever told you how my acid reflux problems actually started? I don't think you have. Okay. Um, I, I've traced it back to when I was in the Air Force and, and going all the way back to boot camp, basic training. And it was the week that was called Warrior Week. And the part where, mm-hmm. and we've all seen this in movies, where we go into the gas chamber and we remove the masks and we say something to try and adapt to the mask, I guess, for chemical weapons and what have you, NBCs. And what I remember is that once I did that, I got out and, of course, started throwing up immediately. Problem is, for the next couple of days or so, I didn't really stop throwing up. And I think afterwards it... Kind of left my insides kind of messed up. And I've had to regularly take some kind of medication for acid reflux ever since. And it's kind of kicking my ass today. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I'm not playing a hundred percent today, Kazington. So my apologies to you and, and to all the listeners of the two nerdy black guys, all four of you out there. No. This is this has always been a chill program about being, but just talking about life. So like, there, there's not a lot of excitement here. That's 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 happening. It's just a conversation with two nerdy gentlemen about nerdy things. Well, there was something that I came up last night that I that I wanted to bring up, especially with you, Kaz, and especially since okay. th- this will be released on uh, one particular holiday that is observed. Here in the United States, uh, Google has released a brand new app called Google Arts and Crafts. And the hook for this app, Kaz, if you've seen this, is that you can take a picture and do a face match and find some kind of historical piece of art that matches your face. And I did this. I think I think I've seen this on the Twitter's. Yeah, and I I did not share mine because I was quite mortified by it. But I knew that this would make great podcast material with you especially because I took the picture of myself last night and I got 
one gentleman in particular. And I was mortified. And a friend of mine said, well, try it without your glasses. And I did. And I got the same person with the same percentage match with the exact same cover of Time Magazine. Kaz, do you know who I might Mm -hmm. be referring to? And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to ask who. Well, your boy DJM got a face match with MLK. None other <laughs> than the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King himself. Needless to say, I was slightly mortified because, well, <laughs> n- n- not exactly. One would say those are big shoes to fill. Lofty expectations. So it was like, oh, well, that's that's something. That's a thing. Let me try this without my glasses. It was exactly the same. So that yeah. was that was kind of weird, Kaz. That was a little surreal to be matched up with one of the most important historical figures in American history. Yeah, I think it's it's odd right it's just like have you seen this have you tried it yet no i i i like i said i saw it on twitter and i was like god what are people doing now and i just i just didn't care to look into it further so like you've given me all the detail and now i'm sitting here and i'm like oh uh (laughs) you know like I was kind of the same way, but there was that little 1% inkling of like, I kind of do want to try it just to see what kind of stupidity it comes up with. And the level of stupidity did not disappoint. It really didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's a cute, like, it's a cute, you did you do it one time and then you're like, huh, or you're like, oh, and and you share it and then you you forget about it until years later when you're looking through your Twitter history and you're like, well, the fuck was that about? You know, that's why I didn't share that out, because now generally I, I really wouldn't have a problem sharing this out if it were literally any other figure in history, literally anyone else, because I, I did not want to set myself for that kind of Twitter shenanigans. But the first thought was, well, why are you doing this? Because you're just taking a picture of your face and sending it to Google, and then they'll have the information in their giant database, and they can send it to the the lizard people or whatever. But it, <laughs> you know, but, what? Here, but here's the thing, Cass. It's 2018. Google yeah. already has everyone's data, and they already have sent it to the lizard people. So who gives a shit, right? Right. And, and, and I will say this to you, right? Because, um, we, we had a, we had a momentary discussion the other day because I had a, I had a mental lapse in time and space for when we were originally supposed to record. And then I ended up being like, you know, Hey, uh, let's use this other platform, which happened to be discord, uh, rather than, than our normal Twitter, just because I, right now, like I'm, I'm using an older phone. So like I kind of limited what apps I use. So I don't have Twitter on there. So usually ah. I leave Twitter open on my computer, but it doesn't give you notifications, you know, stuff like that. So, okay. um, in doing that, 
you you were like, yeah, 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 I use Discord, but but I'm always I'm always worried if it's if it's if the mic's on or if it's recording me. And I had yeah. the, that thought with something like that initially, like a long time ago. And I will still say I still do these paranoid things, right? Whenever I'm not using my webcam, I turn it around and and have it face the wall. If oh, I'm totally, dude, totally, totally is... not using my mic i i mute it in the virtual mixer and i even turn off the physical mixer i i unplug my mic completely i completely (laughs) unplug my mic every single time when when we're not using it and also like when i'm not recording or or doing a guest spot i unplug my mic completely my 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 main microphone in the case of the webcam Mm -hmm. i keep it covered uh the little cloth that i usually use to clean my glasses I put that on the webcam just to make mm-hmm. sure. And for a while, I would always unplug the webcam. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 those are those are what I would call good practices, but I will still say to anyone and everyone out there, they already have it. Whatever it is you think you're hiding, they have it. But still keep up those good practices. Well, Kaz, like, he- here's a question. And, and this is why mm-hmm. I was specifically concerned about Discord. See, we all know Google and Microsoft and Amazon. They already have our data. But what about, you know, I- I'm in a few different Discord channels for various people on Twitch I watch and subscribe to. What if yeah. some shitbird in some channel that I'm on uh, takes something that is accidentally picked up by my webcam mic, because that would be the one thing that I keep mic'd. However, when I first installed Discord, I always made sure you keep that shit muted. You keep that muted until I say you unmute it. Yeah. So I, uh, so, so I wonder about that. With, with person to person data, right? Rather than, than the big industry data, which is what people are always worried about, right? People are always worried about big industry. The those good practices that we talked about, um, turning off or unplugging your webcam, um, turning off your mic, unplugging your mic, uh, making sure an application that has access to your microphone is muted, uh, whether whether you're in a like because most people will probably be thinking right now, then and this is for that kind of general thought process, right? Oh, if you're not in a voice channel. What does it matter? It, it it matters just because there are malicious people out there and there are always ways around things. So following those good practices, keeping things muted and deafened, um, uh, sometimes even even doing things like if if you for some reason subscribe to the world of of having um, a very nice microphone or headset or things like that switching your active mic to a deactivated one in in settings for things yes it sounds paranoid but those are just good things to do because people are weird man okay people are fucking weird and they do weird shit You, you really should practice those things and make sure that they're not being picked up because i've always been paranoid like these are things that mm-hmm. I learned in the days of Windows 2000. Yeah, but but I feel like I feel like Kaz, is it just me, or does it seem like as the generations have gone by, 
the current generation and generations maybe a little bit younger than us, they're not as paranoid as us for some reason. Um, I think they are, but I think they are in their own way. Um, I've, I've noticed a lot of the younger generations tend, and I, I, I think it's your entry to technology, right? They tend to worry about their cell phones a little bit more and an intrusion of their cell phone and cell phone data. Like, I don't, I don't worry about my cell phone as much as I've, I've noticed some younger people than us do. Right. Like, well, to be fair, a lot of times those cell phones are their number one device. Like true, for, for, right. for us, we have a desktop PC, you and I, and that is something mm-hmm. we both use regularly. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, not to say that we don't use our cell phones and, and you know, practice security with those, but I know that I go out of my way to be as secure and as safe as pot or or to be as as enough to quell my paranoia as i possibly can on my desktop computer as well as my phone but the thing about mm-hmm. phones too is that phones are every smartphone nowadays has a camera and the cameras are always picking up something aren't they true mm-hmm yeah, like like cameras are kind of like you you always hear you you always hear like in talks and and security things like cameras are just like because they're a simple technology and because of how how simple of a technology they are they tend to be the easier thing to intrude upon. Um, so it's it's just it it it's a necessary depending on who you are right because there are always going to be those people who are a little bit more paranoid than us djm and they're like well why do you have a camera like you know why do you have these things and you're like i need them and they're like no no you don't you don't you don't do you really don't have to have really um well i i do i do well you do do where i use my webcam well you you do you do Um, but but like me do i really (laughs) <laughs> and and that's that's like a person to person thing. It it comes down to a person to person thing, honestly. Yeah. A, a lot of this is personal behavior. A lot of these things mm-hmm. are doing things that are suited best for you. All of these are best practices for you. Like there will there will always be kind of a baseline of what generally should be seen as what's good to do. Beyond that, it will really come down to personal preference and, and personal behavior and what you decide is safe and prudent for yourself. Um, very, very funnily, uh, um, a, a while ago with, with kind of the, the younger group, a, a conversation came up one time between kind of our, our older group of people in discord and kind of some of a younger group. And there was this, there is this conversation of like, I I forget where it starts, but it just, it, it boils down to like people were talking about the preference of looking at like porn and things. And the conversation spins and like, Oh, you know, this, that, and the other. But when it came down to the device specifications of, of how, right. And I've, I've already, I've noticed this trend in younger people where they're just like, no, I watch, if, if I do, it's on my phone that I watch those things. 
Whereas like really? all of the older people kind of kind of shrunk really? and went, What? Why would you do that? <laughs> like, like there's just this weird preference for, for people like 20 ish, something like 25, 24, to me, and like to me, younger, what this, that, this sounds like a thing where you and I, Kaz, since we have been around larger screens for such a long time and we mm-hmm. have an appreciation for larger screens, better resolution, that kind of thing. That that's the disconnect where nowadays uh, younger generations they all have phones, but they don't necessarily have a 25, 27 inch monitor. Not not all of them. So I I yeah. can kind of see their point of view to where it's probably a matter of convenience than anything. Also, you got to remember I'm I'm gonna get a little bit uh high level here. A lot of them probably do not have the same level of privacy that I do, for example, living by myself. They, a lot of them probably have roommates or are still living at home. So th- that could change things yeah. as well. I thought that too, but it's, it's also just like a comfort thing, right? Like, like it's the, it's the, the like you said, it's the device and in, in, in simple terms, it's the device that you find is your personal device right so the personal computer to us is a desktop you know with the monitor or a laptop you know with with a monitor and things like that right and it's it's it all like it just it's always so so interesting to me to hear those like um with the overwatch stuff that i do right like it it i've been putting together like helping helping um like put together like a new team to do one of these weekend tournaments um and like some of the younger kids and a lot of them initially were playing on laptops and laptops of just a laptop with one single singular screen and okay you know you then you find the the older kids that are on that team like you know 27 like 24 25 up you know they have a desktop with maybe one screen and i'm like how do you people live with with one screen well they they don't know they they don't know Cass, because eventually if they do decide that they think they need another screen then yeah they'll get one i learned about having multiple monitors in the business world because mm -hmm. of what i do for a career People have multiple monitors to work on things. I guess from the point of view of living in a world where you don't necessarily need that much multitasking, sure, it makes sense. I can understand that point of view. If you're just playing the game, I can understand why only one screen would yeah. be necessary. I well, understand and, that. And- and I like, like you said that it, it it harkens back to that other or I don't know why I said the word harkens, but it it, it rolls back to that other thing, right? So the the younger kids I can understand, right? Because most likely their computing devices come from their parents or guardians or whoever, right? So it's very obvious that that you're not going to buy a kid a twelve hundred dollar PC, you know, with the two twenty six inch monitors. When they move out 
And when they start making a little bit more money, they might say to themselves, hey, I might want to beef up my computer a little bit. I might want to get a better graphics card. Oh, hey, this mm-hmm. graphics card has a couple of different HDMI ports. Let me, let me see what I can do with this. And then it's yeah. like, oh, I, it, I, I do think that a lot of that more than anything is a matter of time and economics. I, I do think yeah. a lot of this is economics. More than there's anything. a, there's a lot of that in it too but i i even find so so i i don't know why i have all the, all these situations where i can use examples all of a sudden um i i had a friend that i worked with come to me and he was asking me about about getting into like doing streaming stuff um, was, was this like, me I, I was this me no 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 it wasn't okay you. um okay. And he was asking me like, oh, you know, I kind of, I kind of built a, a, a pretty beefy computer. I, I spent about this much. I got this. I got that. I got this. And, and this is a person who's around that 25, 24, 25 year old age range that, that I was talking about. And he's like, yeah, so I have the one monitor, da, 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 da. you know, and, and he listed everything else. And I was like, why do you only have one monitor? You're streaming. And he was like, agreed. Yeah. Oh, well, well, you know, I I built the computer and like, you know, I, I see for streaming cuz I didn't yeah. think I needed another one. For streaming, right. yes. And so so then I I like I went through like the list of what I would do. I was like, well, first of all, I'd probably have two to three monitors. Uh one monitor would be dedicated for for the game, uh, another monitor maybe dedicated for OBS and another monitor if you care to, dedicated for chat. If you want, you have that third monitor for that. You know, and I just I saw his eyes just like oh shit. He's like I didn't think about that. Like I I was using my yeah. phone for like chat and the like phone? checking God. my stream quality. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They always go back to the phone. <laughs> See, they always do this. And I, I've I ha- seen other I have streamers two do mo- this too. I have two monitors. That, that that's kind of where I'm like, I know because because I've done a few tests. Uh, the stream, uh, my PS4, and OBS. I've pretty much got on two monitors, and in case I feel it absolutely necessary, I can turn on my PC, I I can turn on my television and look at my PS4. So, I see where you're coming from, but when they say the phone, like, it always comes back to the phone as the connected piece of technology. To a degree, I understand it. Like, I understand how... But I feel like if you have the money and the resources, you should do mm-hmm. what's best available to you. Yeah. I even, it, I even, it's, it's possible uh, they they may not have the phone. They may not have the resources to use anything but their phone. Uh, oh no, this if, kid did. He has the he has the resources. Like, because I even okay. blew his mind. I was like, you could you could do a you could do a a two PC streaming setup and that blew that is <laughs> that is exactly what I wanted to ask you about, Cass. That's exactly what I mm-hmm. want to ask you about. Because I, I have been a, thinking uh, of here's what I've been thinking of. Because I know that because I've been I've been testing it. The the PlayStation 4 has remote play. So I, yep. I can do I can do that. Uh, and it doesn't take up a whole bunch of CPU power on my main desktop. 
So that has been working fine. I wanted to ask you if there are some alternative options. I, I would like your opinion on that. I am a um I am an evangelist for the two PC stream. Um so I'm so I'm very much open to it. I'm so very much open to it. Um I know, like, I, know I, I, I want to hear your point of view. Cool. Um but I, I'm a big evangelist for the two PC stream and then having uh, a a box that is dedicated solely for for the game data right so holding like holding all the games you know in that box um and doing that and then everything coming out of that going into a capture device going to a main pc that streams out um i i like e- even with a the beefiest of beefy video cards in your machine, even with the beefiest of beefiest CPUs in your computer, I just find that it makes things, it, it, it sounds complicated in its setup and it is, there's a lot of things you have to do to set it up correctly so that you get good audio out so that, that, you know, where all your, all your audio things are going to and things like that. But it's one of those things that once it's set up, it makes life just that much easier on, on, on you right because it makes troubleshooting if if you ever have a problem a little bit easier because if there's something wrong with the game you you know it's this particular pc if there's something wrong with the streaming or the streaming quality you know it's coming out of this particular pc and you and you can narrow it down a lot easier let, let me just clarify to see what i'm picking up on here to use a second PC that would be going directly to your console. That that would be what you're recommending, and then having your main PC as kind of the streaming device, or, or the production mm-hmm. device, rather. Yeah, yeah. So you have your production device. What you're going to do with the gaming PC, right, is... Well, even, even with nicer capture cards, even, you can, you can connect the gaming pc to a capture card you can connect the the console devices to a capture card and then those output to your stream pc right so so say you're just going to do a console game right and and that's it every everything runs on the console goes into the capture card you know you know for for viewing and comes out onto the stream pc so you have your you have what you're capturing you that's what's outputting and then you can use whatever other device your tv or whatever to play the game because all that's coming out of the console it's no longer doing this weird route through the pc back to the console and stuff like that like it it, it's a less strain on your hardware because the things that should be doing the things they're doing are doing those things um and i just i just love it it makes it so oh it makes it it just it's like a warm snuggly cozy (laughs) here's something that I'm racking my brain about with what you just described because where I live, my apartment, it's the idea yeah, of having is always going to be an issue. Having a second PC would be difficult because it would really be a matter of, like you said, layout and placement because how I figured it out with the PS4 remote play in my PC, it actually worked out pretty well when I 
did some videos and when I did a test stream, it, it worked out okay. Uh, at least for someone who, like me, is just doing something at the very, very beginning of this experiment yeah, yeah. that I'm trying. I would say that right now I'm satisfied with how it turned out. If I decide to go further, I might expand it. But as it stood, uh, I know that right now I'm I'm feeling like this will all be very very minimalistic. Yeah, that's where I'm um, standing. Minimal, minimal is best. Um, Which I know some people who brings have done me has the little box PCs as yeah. their game PC. You just put a yeah. giant hard drive in it and an i fucking seven. You're good to go. But yeah. Which brings me back to an old bit of ours here on Two Nerdy Black Eyes. Oh, shit. And it is that old thing called DJM's Online Gaming Anxiety. Because it's it's back in full force, Kaz. Mm-hmm. Because I've realized that with all of the fighting games being resurgent as they are, and when I've been dabbling in Overwatch on my PS4 again, I've realized that old gaming anxiety has come back. And I'm going to tell you a story. Yeah. <laughs> I played a match in Tekken. I won the match. But the whole time, I was shaking. But I won. Like, I, it- I did what I always do. I went into training mode. I warmed up with my moves and my combos for a little bit. I played a few ghost battles just to get my hands warm. Then when I went online, I was absolutely terrified. And then when I got a match, I played the match. I won. I won the match. But afterwards, I couldn't continue because I was racked with all of this anxiety. Adrenaline and anxiety. Yeah. And the thing is, is that because we're both so aware of the toxicity of the internet, and because I'm so aware of it, it really fucks with my head. So the idea of doing a Twitch stream and having a Twitch channel, I like the idea because I know what I want to do, and I feel like it would be a relatively unique thing. But it really fucks with my head, man. It really, really does. <laughs> I cannot so, get past it. This is uh, I don't want. I don't want to get stabbed. Two point So, so here, here's this thing, DJ. I'm right, and 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 I've talked to you about this a, a, a few times or whatever. And you you're shaking your head at me, and I'll I'll, I'll admit this here. Um, I myself can sometimes tend to be a pretty toxic gamer, right? Um, I also do, do have the anxieties and things like that, but unlike you, I haven't, I, I, and I feel like I need to get back to it because I feel like it used to be what made me a non-toxic gamer was I don't play single player competitive games anymore. And I feel like I need to, because I feel like when I did, I was a lot calmer. And now that, now that I primarily play team-based competitive video games my my i i i i can generally stay calm but then i realize what happens is i think i'm being helpful to my team 
and and the community around me. But then I realize what I'm doing is I'm being Kaz and it's the really super sarcastic, toxic, hateful persona that comes out of me where like like somebody just does something that I think is just irate and and idiotic. And See, then I Kaz. just I just I I try to verbally Here's the thing, Kaz. To me, that is literally every single person on the planet. That's everyone. Yeah. And I can't to to an extent. I can't deal, Kaz. And I can't deal with them either. And and like I I I am never the most I never try to be the most confident person, right? Even even if I'm doing well or anything like that, right? And sometimes 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 i will admit like i i i watch people play and i'm like oh oh this person is gonna lose it for us but i don't i don't i don't let it out and i think that's the thing that is, that is the key that is the listen close people that is the key is one keep it to yourself two two Nobody wants to ever hear your criticism. I, I will admit that, but in a team-based game, sometimes, every so often, sometimes, and there's ways to do it, and I know how to do it. And the problem is, the problem is doing it the proper way and going, hey, you made a mistake. It's okay. You know, this. Like the other day, the other day, fucking, fucking perfect stretch of the imagination in the world right where like and, and then Kaz, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about djm and the fact that he plays mostly single player games and has this problem yeah but go ahead well, no no i can talk about that but i i load into a game uh i i played some counter-strike right um and we had a team right we weren't doing great we weren't doing we weren't doing we weren't shitting the bed but there was this great moment of just little bits of criticism from other people at someone else and nobody taking it as toxic right people just took it as criticism right like there there was a moment where where i was doing something and i missed a shot on a guy because you know i i didn't name correctly and and the person wasn't toxic he just said hey just always keep in mind that you know your bullet to do this when you're doing what you did there and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I forgot. And that was on me. He's like, no, dude, it's cool. I just, I just wanted to let you know in case you didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, no, it was super helpful advice. Like, and, and I think the problem sometimes in those minor situations is people make mistakes, right? People make mistakes and they, and they're aware of their mistake. And then someone else points it out to them, it, even in the sense of trying to be helpful. And then, and then that person who made the mistake and then takes this comment as as a critique it's, rather it's, than a, it's rather than it just being a, a helpful critique, uh, that person can misconstrue it as saying, you're fucking trash. Go kill yourself. Right. Right. Like like somebody says, oh, hey, 
you know, you missed because your mouth was mouth was probably to the left. You know, that like that's what the words that came out were said. But the person in their her- head just heard you're you're fucking trash and and you're a you're a fucking you're gay and your mom doesn't love you. And now and now that person is the seed of toxicity in the rest of the match. Now, <laughs> like, Kaz, in their head, they heard something different. Now, Kaz, I hear that with everyone all the time yeah yeah now see, see it, here's the problem see, with the single the, player game the the, the the problem with the single player game is that it, even when it's something that i feel moderately confident in it's no secret i like fighting games a lot it's also no secret the fighting game world can be a little bit more rambunctious <laughs> Let's, let's use the word rambunctious than uh, other gaming communities. So th- th- there's a lot of there's a lot of bravado, there's a lot of boisterousness in the fighting game world. There, there's there's a lot of head games going on. There, there, as they call the meta game. There's a lot of mind games going on, at least in in local play. Now. Again, on top of that, me being as aware as I am uh, of the internet, being the quasi-SJW that I am, the toxicity of the internet really fucks with my head. So, when it's a game like Tekken that I feel moderately comfortable playing, Mm -hmm. I go online, I go into a ranked match... I'm already at the point where I'm thinking, oh, God, this guy is going to send me some terrible, disgusting message, whether I win or lose, and then he's going to screenshot it to 10 different Facebook groups on Tekken, and then he's probably going to tag my name, and then the whole community is going to put me on blast for, for this, and I might as well just burn my PS4. I might as well just burn it. And, and even so, if if I do burn my PS4, it's the internet and nothing ever goes away. So if I go to my locals, my locals in a couple of weeks, or if I go to a convention and decide I want to play some Tekken, somebody's going to say, oh, hey, that's DJM. That's that fucker that did that thing a few months ago. Fuck him. And it's like, oh, I can't. Why are you all such shitty, terrible people? Why? <laughs> you feel me, Kaz? Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. But 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 see, a lot of that is in your head. Like, I used to play a lot of StarCraft, which is a 1v1, you know, base building, army building game. And all of it was in my like the person person never typed a fucking thing on their goddamn screen right but i'd start losing and i'm like oh that mother oh this motherfucker is over there right now looking at their goddamn screen like "Ah, i beat this little i beat that fucker you know and that's all in my head that person is probably just like oh okay i won this match cool all right holy shit i actually won one you know like in their head they're probably dealing with their own fucking anxiety of just like oh fuck oh man that was crazy i i I, I did the things i was supposed to do you know i've come to a realization of something think about uh, i I realized that a few of the twitch streamers that i follow are women Mm -hmm. and 
we all know what women have to endure and deal with on Twitch or just playing video games in general. We we all know the the shitstorm yeah. that they have to deal with. So I realized a few days ago that just for example, uh, a girl named Tammy. She 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 plays Call of Duty. She plays uh Call of Duty World War Two, but she also does some of the goofy IRL shenanigans and. You know, as you do, but, but she does play Call of Duty World War II every time she streams pretty regularly. And I realized, I, I thought to myself, David, if Tammy can deal with the crap that girls deal with on Twitch and in gaming, and she takes all of that in stride, maybe I should worry less about what's going on in my head. Maybe I should find a way to worry less about that. So, Kaz, I'm asking you, and I'm asking everyone out there, send me a tweet at just call me DJM. You've heard my case. You've heard my query. You've heard my conundrum, my issue, my problem, my dilemma. How do I calm myself down if I want to play video games on the interwebs? How do I do this? Um, I think it's. I think it's just especially for you right because you're 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 playing single player games generally 1v1s you're you're going to run into the toxic person here or there you're you're going to run into the people who are also having their own anxieties and things like that i think as as dumb as it sounds as 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 idiotic as it sounds it comes down to just viewing it as having fun and focusing on the game, right? Don't 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 focus on the person across from you, right? Because then that's the only thing you're focused on. Don't focus on 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 the person on your side. Don't focus on the you, right? Because then that's that's the only thing you're focused on. You're no longer thinking about the game, right? None of these things that we've talked about are 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 focusing on the game itself. Um they're they're only focusing on the the nature of the person and the other person. Um, I, I think it just comes down to just just the game, right? Just focus on the game. Just just look at the game. Look at what you're doing in the game. Um, a lot of games now have have ways you can turn off chats if if that may need be what you what you need to do so then you don't even have to think about that person ever making a toxic comment like just just focus on the game just do that just focus on the game okay Mm -hmm. that's what you're there for that that's that is the reason you load it up in the first place yes it's also it's also the the thing of of wanting to see your skill against other people but but just focus on the game because that's what you're that's what it's all about is is you're there for the competitive nature of the game focus on that like it's hard to do it is it's hard to do but it can be done so if i want to go to my locals where there are crowds and you know you know how ftc crowds can be kaz i've i've shown you the videos <laughs> should i just put I, on headphones or something yeah I, I mean i've seen people do it do it you know yeah, people do it right. at poker they tournaments. Do do people do it at fcg tournaments like yeah. you do what will allow you to focus on the game and then you come out of it and you walk away you just walk away 
focus on the games, focus on the games, focus on the games, focus on the games, focus on the games. Okay. Um, I feel like that's, that's so on paper, it makes perfect sense, but like, I need to tell my brain that too. (laughs) Like, it's like, just, just, and I have a ritual and, and I think a lot of people have a ritual with, with anything like this anything that's like competitive like you have your warm-up you have your routine Um, and then when you go online that's when you're like okay i'm ready to go i'm ready to play like with fighting games everyone that i know they go into training mode they work on their combos they may do a few offline matches and then they go online because it's it's a warm-up it's their warm-up so and i do that too so i i feel like I'm trying to figure out a way not to psych myself out. That's the thing. Psyching myself out is such a thing. But you're yeah. you're making a lot of sense. Everything you're saying is making sense. Yeah, I, it, it's it it is hard. Like I I I I can only admit that it is a hard fucking thing to do. But if you can do it, the the focus on just the game part is is the best thing you can do is just it it does everything it it it, it takes all of everything else away there's still going to be some anxiety right because then then the anxiety comes from wanting to be good or have or 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 even there are people who i know who have anxiety in games because they're so focused on trying to have fun and you're like no just have fun just relax breathe (sighs) have fun like but it's such a hard thing to do sometimes because you're so in your own head you know and you just like you said follow your rituals do all those things like for me when i play competitive games i i do a little bit of a warm-up and then um, I throw on some some rap music or some K-pop or or some metal, um, and I just put it put it on a playlist so that it just keeps going. I will say there is the odd ass time, and I and I really wish I had a better way that rather than making my own playlist, um, where it plays a song that just doesn't fit and it takes me all out of it because then I need to tab out and and fix that and it fucks with me. But but music is kind of my my device to keep me calm and not be toxic or or and keep me focused on the game. Okay, okay. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I I think that this is the conversation that I needed to have. This is the conversation I'm I was hoping I would have with you today. That, that this is the, these are all of the things that I wanted to yeah. to work on. So yeah. I, I am going there's to always gonna be there's always going to be toxic people and I'm one of them. And I apologize to anyone that I've said any hurtful shit to uh, not really. Um, but there are always going to be those people who just. You know, they don't know how to deal with with other people being better or other people not living up to the thing in their head, you know, and it's just, it's just hard. It's just rough. And 
and you 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 type before you think sometimes and there are times where i've done it i've i've fucking i've i've typed out the most fucking like spiteful gross shit and i mean to not send it i just want i just need to type it out and then i send and i'm like it's out there i can't i can't take it back now <laughs> like well see that's there it goes. i i guess i i'm i've never i've never had that in me yeah not even with wrestling that that's a lie that's a lie <laughs> i know that with wrestling a few times i have i have gone off on people where i'm i'm like oh my god you're it is 2018 and you're still getting upset about john cena oh my god shut up fuck a john oh cena oh god <laughs> He's he's forty and he's barely around right now. He's he's in his Dwayne the Rock Johnson face. He's he's no, he should not. No, only the Rock can be the Rock. Fuck a John jo- Cena. And John Cena's John Cena. Give him a give him a radio program, and that's all I want to hear of him. Other than his child become a rest- becoming a wrestler, and then I will have a new hatred upon this earth. How do you feel about Roman Reigns? Uh, I have not watched him enough. I've heard about him. I've heard he's kind of been on. Uh, anytime I've heard about Roman Reigns, it's on the come up is like wh- how people meant like, oh, man, Roman Reigns is on that come up or or like, man, the WWE doesn't know what to do with with fucking Roman. They're just fucking throwing him in shitty matches again, like which it's, is generally what happens when you're on the come up. It's the problem with Roman is that he is not terrible. Mm hmm. But WWE wanted to make him, like, the guy, as John Cena is sort of starting to look like he's he's beginning his exit strategy. Mm-hmm. They have tried to make Roman the guy, but it's been so absurdly transparent. Yeah. Like, it's it's been one of those things where, in the case of John Cena, it there was a concerted conscious effort. But it was yeah. also from an organic response. It grew from an organic response. And the fact that John Cena has a pretty good amount of talent at, at some things. In the case of so, Roman, so in the case of Roman, there, there was only like a little bit of a, a bubble of fan response in the beginning. And then WWE was like, oh my God, Roman's the guy. Roman, 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 Roman. And... They they went way too hard, way too soon, and it has completely backfired. Yeah, I I I, I can see that. We and we've seen that happen in the past too, where where they they very too soon pushed a guy that shouldn't have been pushed, and it just hurt rather than helped. Um. But it's always it's always interesting, right? Because those things, in a sense, have to kind of come come organically. Just, just like no matter no matter the matches you put somebody in, no matter how much skill or not skill or a good mic skill they have or, or any of those things, right? Because you you, you kind of have to have a bit of a lot of it. And and John Cena had a lot of good in the ring skill. Like initially, he had no mic skill to me at all whatsoever. Actually, um, general. Could- Kaz, general consensus with wrestling fans is that it was the other way around. What? That he was okay. he was actually a pretty decent talker, but in the ring he was. Urgh. You people are, and, 
You need to talk to your people, DJM. And in the case (laughs) with Roman, in the case with Roman, it's like, okay, in the ring, he's pretty decent. On the microphone, he's decent. It's like at everything else, at pretty much all aspects, he's good, (laughs) good to above average. But they want to treat him like he's AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows how so, good AJ Styles is. If if you were if you were writing the script, who who would be your guy? Well, of, iron- of, of what they have. Ironically, right now it would be the current WWE champion AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, you, you you have always kind of spoken highly of of AJ Styles. And, and as, as long as I've known you. It's one of those things where I think when when it comes to AJ, it was like everyone recognized like, oh god, he really is way better than everyone else. And Vince McMahon was like, Oh, yeah. Why didn't we does sign he, you? Why didn't like, oh, yeah. Why still, didn't we sign you know, him ten years ago? He's still doing all the stuff he was doing in TNA. Yeah. He he's still the phenomenal AJ Styles. He's still that dude. Okay. Cuz I know I know some of the Japanese matches you showed me that he was in wasn't wasn't as like they they were good matches but it wasn't as crazy as like some of the ones between like him and Samoa Joe. Right, right. Like, well, in those well, he, days. He's not he's not a young guy anymore, but he's he's still yeah. the phenomenal AJ Styles. He's still that guy. And when it comes down to it, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, he really is that much better than everybody else. It's, <laughs> it, dare I make a comparison you know, and uh... say, like, it, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like this. Tom Brady's 40 years old, but he's still Tom Brady. It's kind of like that with AJ Styles. It, it kind of yeah. is, dude. It kind of is. It's like, yeah, he's <laughs> he he's still AJ. He's He's still that guy. And I do find it truthfully. It's like a lot of general, generally, even with like the hardcore fans and even the casual fans, it's like, oh yeah, AJ Styles. And even back in the day when he was still in TNA, even like the most casual wrestling fans were like, oh yeah, TNA, that's, that's where AJ Styles is. Like he's always been like at least moderately known as being who he is and now that he's in wwe he's the champion it's like yeah yeah he's 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 that guy yeah i just i just like that that i i just like literally just now i came to this realization that there are a lot of people in in the time that i've known you and and seen you excited or not excited about wrestling that like the the guys that you talked up that you're like man no matter what no matter my ups and downs of wrestling I'll always watch this guy or this guy or this guy a lot of those guys are now in the WWE yes they are and it's it feels good man it's 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 that feeling when you have a band that you really like and they just mm-hmm. start out they're they're kind of starting out they put out one album they put out two albums and then like by their third or fourth album they they get that big record deal or they may like be on like a big 
talk show or something and they get to play or or something and, and then they blow up and then it's like oh my god they made it they made it yeah. and this is amazing <laughs> it it really it really does feel that way with, with some of those yeah, guys I, I'm, I'm i'm telling any anyone who's out here listening like go back listen to some old dgm stuff there's dgm just like why are these people not in the wwe and then you're like actually i don't want them to be there but why <laughs> like the, then they got there and it was like, oh, finally, thank God, let's hope they don't screw it up with them. And for the most part, eh, they, they pretty much haven't. Unfortunately, Daniel Bryan had the concussion issues and he had to retire, but that, that is what it is. But overall, it's, it's worked out. Some, sometimes, sometimes being a hipster snob pays off because you're, because you're right. Because you're fucking right the whole time. And it might take 10 years. It might take 10 years. But you're right. <laughs> fucking right. See? Hey. That, that's that toxic shit we were just talking about. Don't, you're don't right. do that. Right. <laughs> no, nope, we're, we're done. We're done. I'm, I apologize. I apologize for going off the handle like that. Everyone is entitled to like the wrestlers that they like. Even if it is someone like Dolph Ziggler. You are entitled to your opinion. <laughs> oh man, I'm, Cass, I'm no, I'm glad. Good. You're job. you're more than welcome to wrap it up and take it home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it it has it has been good. It's always a, a pleasure to talk to my good friend DJM. If you guys enjoy this, please like and subscribe to the podcast and join us whenever we get. It chance to sit down and do these if you want to hear more from us uh, we have other podcasts that we do together sports odds and ends produced by my good friend djm hosted by myself and the one the great jvz uh who we are greatly missing this week because he's out at pax but we'll be back next week to talk about all the sports goings ons that are happening uh so join us for that thank you and 